Hi, everybody. A quick disclaimer before we get started. In this episode, I say that when I make salads, I use uh, walnuts. That is incorrect. What I meant to say was almonds. I have never uh, in my life made a salad with walnuts. I will eat them if they're given to me, but I don't prepare them myself. Okay, uh, thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Clean Up on Isle Fun. My uh, guest today is uh, has just enjoyed a uh, lengthy conversation about disgusting things <laughs> that we cannot get into on on uh, on on the pod. But it was uh, uh, we're 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 raring to go. Uh, they are a comedian, uh, a lifelong New Yorker, a fan of the uh, New York Knickerbockers uh, basketball club. Please welcome to the pod, Nick Wistella. Hi, hi, hi. Nikki. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm sort of disappointed that the conversation that we were having was pre-record, um, yeah. but hopefully we'll be able to one up it on the other end. On these this are end in, here. these are in these are industry secrets, and uh, I, it would be too. I mean, there's there would be a subset for for the things that we were talking about, but it'd be like. A, a, a troubling corner of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Can, I feel like we need to like at least give like a couple of nouns about what we were talking about, right? Like, sure. Um, like, well, tushy, 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 tushy. shoes. Um, <laughs> it, it's you know it is it is very specifically the um the if there were an overarching theme it would be the. Adjusting to taking care of your health uh, as someone who is in their late twenties, early thirties. That's correct. And yeah, having just... to contend with that, contending with the fact that we are no longer spring chickens and no invincible. I'm I'm not sure if I ever was really. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm I'm an autumnal chicken. I think. Uh... <laughs> I'm an autumnal uh, chicken. Yeah, right of, before the frost. More of a more of a, a fall duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the way it's all in the, the way my my uh, my stride. Um, but anyway, it, but it was it was good because it's good to it's good to catch up because I haven't uh, we haven't seen each other in uh, quite quite some time. I've literally not laid my eyes on you. Uh, for a year, a year and a half. Probably saw you the week the world shut down, and that, yeah. and that was the last time I saw I'm, you. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive um, that we saw one another probably at UCB or something. Yeah, probably and, a handful of times um, in that week. You're someone who I would see a handful of times a week, basically. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. Is um, there's a, a certain subset of people. Uh, and, and you know, I don't know that I would I would put you in this because I I would say I would say we're friends, but there are people who are I was like a you know friendly acquaintances with, um, who I would just run into at shows or whatever, and it's like it was always a pleasure to see them, but um, you know, six months into the pandemic, I'm not necessarily like, you know, I'm like I can't if I if I call them that might be weird. I could have called you. I, I think <laughs> I would have picked up, and I think I, we probably have some sporadic texting about sports. Actually, like, yeah, I'm almost positive that. we did. Yeah, which there, there for me is calling. <laughs> right, that's hey, that's a call. Uh, and and you know what? I'll, I'll say this. I was gonna ask, like, what at what month in the pandemic were you like? I'll probably never talk to that person ever again. For me, I think it was a little earlier than six months. To be honest, I was like, oh shit, like for certain, uh, like certain specific people. 
Right, like that type of person who like 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 I think they're like the first two months for me were like huh. this big sort of co- everyone passed through like a, a sort of like like I was panning for gold like yeah. I I, sh- I shook the proverbial like pan of friends and then uh-huh. like there were like gold pieces there and then there were and then there were some people who was like oh I will probably never ever interact with you ever because so many people just moved. And then, like you know, pe- people don't reach out in any way, and you're just yeah. like, I let's release each other. This is so freeing. Like our relationship was probably mostly performative, like just because we sure. were after the same things. Like let's release each other of this burden. I um I don't know what that point was for me. I think how I'm going to figure out is that I will see them in some capacity or be alerted to their existence and realize that i have forgotten about them that has happened a few times and like literally forgotten their name right um sometimes sometimes name but sometimes like oh yeah this person uh and it's not like in a in a bad way or anything like that um but i guess i I guess i haven't thought there are you know what there are people who i'm uh i've thought i i might not ever see them again uh whom i i would hope that i would where it's like right, kind of a sad right. thing where I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, this person's moving or they, they're, they're just moving into this different phase of life. I'm like, it's unlikely for our paths to cross again. But there's also people who I'm like, I haven't seen them that much, talked to them that much. But w- if things go back to some semblance of normalcy, I feel like we could just pick up right where we left off and like, it's fine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I Well, yes, exactly. No, I am I am of the same mind where it's just like, Yes, we've bonded on enough things before this bomb went off in all sure. of our lives. Yeah. And and then we'll come back together one, like, at, at one, yeah. one day. But yeah, until then, truly who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> truly who gives a shit? I, I am uh, otherwise just like truly like, I mean, it's hard to be like, I don't know. For me, it's like there, there's this uh, there's this period of the pandemic where you're sort of like dreaming what it's like to be with uh, your like in a room with people again. And like when oh, like counting down the days where that might happen. Uh-huh. And then you just hit a point where you're like, oh, I am truly just just a, a ghost in this home. <laughs> Who who sort of who also haunts the bodega yeah. and then come and then comes back home. Kind of I I've had a lot home. of those I've had a lot of those moments because I'm I am someone who um I guess I'm like introverted in the like I like in the Myers Briggs sense of it where like being alone kind of gives me energy. I need social interaction and I love social interaction. Um but like it's like, oh I'm I'm like very fine being alone. And there are a few times where <laughs> I like th- there was at one point I was lying on my bed reading the fearless flyer, the, um, the newspaper that they give out at Trader Joe's. Um, just, I wasn't about to go to the store. I had not, I, it wasn't like I just can't, I think I grabbed it, put it on my desk a couple days. I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on in here. And I was just reading it for pleasure. This is, and, and I wasn't like listening to music at the same what's time. What's in there? This is a, what, lots is of great like- stuff. Recipes, little cartoons, um, talking about various products, and I'm like, I just want to see how they're. How, what you know, is it what called? Are, how are they spinning this? The Fearless Flyer. Um, the Fearless a, Flyer, and it's like a Trader Joe's newspaper. Essentially. It is a Trader Joe's newspaper. Yes, it's I, I, it's a fantastic publication. I was also like, why aren't I writing this necessarily? Like, why 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 isn't this my job to come up with like yeah. a little witticisms that like 
because the yeah. artwork is very um oh what's the style it looks like a like the artwork looks like political cartoons from like new york political cartoons yeah like like new yorker but from like the like the 19th century interesting um, yeah it's a lot of fun it'll be like it'll be like two birds wearing suits uh being like uh uh my guacamole has uh, uh sour cream in it and the other one's like i prefer a corn salsa I, I, but like funnier um <laughs> wait it's funnier than that yeah 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 if you can believe that i i we we edited this out but uh i had to stop because uh nick was in was in hysterics um oh yeah my so goodness. anyway i was so i'm like reading it just there uh there was a point where i was um <laughs> i i watched i rewatched uh when harry met sally oh i watched it for the first time during the pandemic no shit what'd you think i think it's a perfect movie it is I think a perfect that, movie. that that movie and jurassic park are the two perfect movies uh i wouldn't they're yeah. they're they're not even like my fa- well, honestly, when Harry Met Sally might be like a new favorite movie, but there's so much recency bias. But like, that's on a, to no, me, that's they're on a just, favorite for me. They're just both executed like to a T in every way. Uh, every department knocks it out. The T Rex in Harry Met Sally. Oh my <laughs> God, that scene when <laughs> that the T Rex was... is eating ice cream in Central Park. That was Bruno Aye. Kirby, actually. <laughs> played the T Rex. Actually, I'm sorry. Bruno Kirby played the T Rex in Jurassic Park. He was he was running the table. Um, but there's there's that scene where Billy Crystal is um, throwing playing cards into an empty hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, eh, that might be fun. <laughs> so I just sat in my room and I was like, doing that. I was like, okay, I got I, I got 13 in on this one. Second round, I got. I've been playing solitaire with a physical deck of cards. Um, and keep, and keeping, this is, this is vulnerable. What I'm about to do. I've been keeping <laughs> score, like tracking how many, how many I've won and how many I've lost on this sheet of paper. I'm holding this up for you to see. Oh, does this not God. look like something that that's is serial so killing? many numbers? It's, it looks like, you know, it, you know, this in, would be uh, like evidence in a crime. You know, in The Force Awakens, where uh, they introduce Rey and she has tallied the days since her parents have left. It's very uh, much something that. that they've entirely uh, they I, they wind up entirely dropping. Yeah, but, I don't know uh, what I I don't know what possessed me to do. It's like I could do. I mean, I, it's like I could be doing a puzzle. That's a little more normal. Um, I got really into clay and started. Uh, yeah, I got really into clay and started a Slack channel at my workplace called. Clart, where me and uh, a couple of work associates just post the things we've made with clay. Um, mm. uh, and uh, let me tell you, this sounds like, oh, how nice they got into clay. I have absolutely zero artistic bones in my body in terms of the visual arts. Mm-hmm. So like the, it's always it always just looks like a clay crime that I make. Like, it's yeah. Just, I got it's some just, clay too at one point. I can't remember what I actually. Wound what do you up get? So the air dry like foam stuff. You get some terracotta. It was or... the air dry. It was the pretty basic air dry. Oh, you know what I try? I think I tried to make. Um, I know what it was. I made a little. Um, I made a little clay figurine of Hans Molman from The Simpsons and like painted it, and it looked awful. And it. Uh, and I try. I made like. I think I bent some. Uh, paper clips to like make the frame of the body and everything fell off complete disaster 
I still got some clay back there. I also started, I, I did painting, which I, I, I'll, I'll leave my camera, but I, so I was okay. like, okay, I just did, I just did, the, they're not great, but I'm like, hey, I like looking at them. They're, they're on my wall. Bad. They're not bad. I <laughs> they're just not bad either. <laughs> I just placed an order for watercolors. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, throughout the uh, whole pandemic, you, you know that montage in 40-Year-Old Virgin where Steve Carell goes, I live a very fulfilling life. And then it just like does like a, fl- a cutaway to him like playing the tuba, painting <laughs> D&D miniatures, yep. sitting in his video game chair. I, that has essentially been me, but replaced the tuba with a MIDI keyboard. And okay. Yeah. But everything else is the same. Uh, here's Likewise. a dra- a dragon that I've painted a bunch of different times. That's oh, that's nice. Arms reach. Uh, here's a little. Uh, oh no, it broke. This is how I learned that a little uh, dragon head that I made uh, broke. Uh, this is just a cool red ball, or orangey red ball. Okay. <laughs> that bounces that I made. Oh, it bounces. Um, that's oh yeah, pretty. Cool. This is a this is a crime. This man is a crime. Oh, that that's I made. what is uh, uh what um who's that supposed to be? <laughs> if I told you it was my dead father, would you accept it as art or no? <laughs> I think it's that 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 makes it uh it, that imbues it with so much texture and beauty. <laughs> I definitely infuse it with with texture. I'm not sure if it infused it with beauty. In 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 a way, uh, it's um, the beauty of it is like it's it's great that he tried to do this. <laughs> jeez. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Uh, insane. Ah oh, wow, that's that is uh yeah we're all. I got into Funko Pops. I I got a couple of Funko Pops within Arms Reach. Like I really sort of like embraced my my excuse during the pandemic. And we'll talk about bodegas and food eventually. We got this is going to be a long one. Well, we also have to talk about (laughs) basketball. And uh, you had you took a trip to Rite Aid at midnight last night. Midnight last night, and. Um, uh, went to a Yankee game that I need to ask about as well. A lot of food-related stuff at the Yankee game as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, oh, shoot. Well, oh, basically, during the pandemic, I used the excuse I w- of I would be spending this money on a Metro card. I used that excuse when making stupid purchases like three times a day every mm-hmm. day like mm-hmm. if you actually looked at my finance breakdown and if i like kept a log of how many purchases i made with the logic of like oh this is the money that i otherwise would be spending on my commute throughout new york city uh if you use, like apparently i would have spent like most of my yearly earnings on a metro card because uh-huh. all year all year long has just been absolute erroneous bullshit i'm Literally looking at my desk, which is also new, uh, there I see uh, uh, like uh, like maybe a dozen D and D minis. I see like eight Funko Pops. There's a action figure of Batman and the Joker. There's like five different source books for D and D stuff. I have a pair of steampunk goggles. I could just wear steampunk goggles for the rest. Your uh, your your Mint.com is going crazy. It's like yeah, my mint is just like please stop. It's like, w- like people at mint are like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, <laughs> and what they're do what they're doing is not spending money on a metro card, baby. <laughs> those oh, those that, are pretty cool. 
Those are pretty. Uh, uh yeah, I know. <laughs> That's well, why I own them. Uh, what? Um, the, 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 the those are like blue blue lenses. Yes. Yes. Okay. How can you tell? Uh, I it's like I think the reflection from your computer is gives is, it some blue. Gives it, it some, blue. some blue. I I I also I mentioned Hans Molman previously. I got a Hans Molman T-shirt. Um. From I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna grab it. You grabbed your goggles. I'm gonna grab my shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, this thing. I'm really proud of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, here it is. So uh, I was like, I really want a Hans Molman T-shirt. They don't m- really make them, so I I had I had one made on like Amazon. I like paid. It, honestly, it was alarmingly cheap to make you're telling me that t-shirt didn't cost a hundred dollars yeah this this already slightly faded uh (laughs) t-shirt of a frame (laughs) of an episode of the simpsons that i pulled off of frankiac the uh yeah this this is um this is this might be a cry for help. I don't know. I love the shirt. Well, it's very yeah. No, that's basically your pandemic flag. I think we all have a pandemic flag, that, and that's yeah. yours. You know. Yep. My mine just happens to be goggles on my head. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But they, like, what if I need to weld a time machine? You know. Exactly. Now I ha- now I have these on my head. Yeah. Or if uh, you know someone is uh. <laughs> Someone crash like uh, crashes a gyrocopter out in the out in the the street. Right, I live I live right off of Prospect Park Expressway. Who I knows know. if a Someone gyrocopter? Stopped, uh, excuse me, is there anybody here who might be able to <laughs> who can pilot right, my right. who can pilot my dirigible? <laughs> right, and then through a series of Rube Goldberg machines. Yes, I, a, a, like a ze- like a zeppelin needs uh, servicing. <laughs> right. Right, I'm now fully equipped. Oh, there's also this, which, uh, you know, just in case I need to prove my my medal, uh, I have a, a, a WWE World World Championship as well. So yeah, thank you, you for know. saying what it was because I realized that like we're 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 like showing all of our we're literally and just to one showing another. each other toys. <laughs> like, we are literally I'll, two. <laughs> we're I'll two take kids. screen caps from the Zoom and I will like. You know, post them uh, just so people <laughs> visual <laughs> reference. We are two children back from Christmas vacation. What showing did you each get? Other the toys. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's I can't I can't bring my mom said I can't bring my bike to school. I can't ride because I can't ride it. It's too far. I can't bring it on the bus. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, I brought my bop it. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, good shit. I don't have a bop it. I don't have a bop it. Um. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, big, big, big old. It's only been a one, it's one big tangent so far. So. That that's true. And here's the start of another. Uh, so another <laughs> development during this pandemic is the the Knicks are good. Yes. And you are one of the. I, I I have a special place in my heart for uh, fans of the Knicks because um, I'm from uh, Cleveland, which up until you know a couple years ago, the identity of the sports fandom was uh rooted in in suffering and humiliation it is it's what i know it's what i respect and uh there's been a lot of suffering and humiliation for the knicks over the last 
20 Absolutely. some odd years. Most of our for, life. Most of our life. For lifetimes. most of, yeah. So they made the finals twice by the time I was 10. So that was what, hard. Like 2000? Were, they, were, wasn't it in the, the lockout 94 season? and 99. Were the were there uh, they were the eighth seed in '99 and wound up losing to the Spurs in the finals. Oh uh, yeah, that was like uh, the first Tim Duncan, <clears throat> uh, and maybe the only David Robinson one. Uh, uh, but hey, there's still time. <laughs> um but uh uh i think he might be bad i think i might have no that was carl malone like a bad guy yeah do you know that carl malone like yeah you're nodding yes but now i need to say it carl malone sired a child with a like a 14 year old yeah Uh, yeah yeah bad uh yeah bad man the mailman was uh had Mail- has some stains on his record. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you that much. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, it uh, it's hard not to become a huge fan of a team that's local that's winning champion or not winning championships, but getting to the championship like as you're coming of age, right? So that yeah. put me in a really tough position because truly, almost immediately after that, uh, they just became like very, ba- very bad in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some really bad, I mean, uh, the, you know, like more, more recent fans who maybe joined during the Carmelo wave will say that like the KP trade, it, it did them in, but, uh, I, I always go back to like Tim Thomas and like Antonio McDice and mm-hmm. Steve Francis, like these really like gross, early 2000 early to mid 2000 teams and like questionable trades and free agent signings over and over again bad drafting just really bad and now it's all changing because uh you know like quite literally julius randall had a dinner with worldwide west and leon rose just like two brilliantly minded people who like have entered basketball through different avenues than a passion of basketball mm-hmm. and uh sort of just he just sort of sh- shot the shit with them told them what's up and my theory is uh, and this all came to fruition or rather uh came uh the all this knowledge all, all my knowledge about this conversation is is recent uh from uh Julius Randall on the Woj podcast but uh, that he had this dinner and this conversation with them before they were in uh, in the front office of the Knicks in any way. And then within like two months, the front office gets fired of, of the Knicks. And then by the end of the, the season or in the offseason uh, this past summer, they make these changes. And uh, those same people that he had a conversation with get like leadership roles in the front office of uh, the New York Knicks, and I weirdly think, uh, I I weirdly think that Kenny Payne was involved in that conversation as well because that was Julius Randle's college coach, and now he's not only a sought after uh, a head coach, but he is an assistant for the Knicks currently, but is in like uh, rumored for every job now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Tom Thibodeau. Basically, we just uh, well, uh, Tibbs, Galvin Tibbs back from the the edge. That's fun. yeah. Yeah, Tibbs, who says that he won't ever get married because he already has a love in his life, which is basketball. Wow. Uh, it, which 
which sounds like oh this guy loves the game but then when like when you look pictures at, at of him when you look at pictures of him and also notice how he never smiles it does sort of break your heart like i kind of want my mom to go on a date with tom Thibodeau. yeah uh and both of them think it's going to be bad but then it winds up being a good date uh <laughs> he seems sort of like a like a hard scrabble like no bullshit like He's, yeah. I mean, he was, he's, he was successful in Chicago somewhat, you know, for that, that there was that. Yeah, but then like, didn't see the same success in Minnesota when he no. became like a head coach. And I think he was like the president of basketball operations out there as well. That's right. Yeah, he was pulling. He was, I, I, yeah, I think, I think. But he's that never more works. Success. No, 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 not, not since like, uh, like Jerry West. Like I don't know. I don't like know, maybe. Uh, did, like did you Danny say Ainge Doc do that River. at one point? Did Danny Ainge do maybe? that at one point? And I know Doc Rivers is the other one who did it most recently, but that didn't work either. No. Uh, really. Like, I mean, Lob City was fun, but it fell apart. Uh, but, yeah, it's just been great. Uh, it's weird. We ran back essentially the same exact team that mm-hmm. we had last year and was coached by David Fisdale and w- was abysmal. We were not allowed to go to the bubble. They said. Neither were the Cavs. Is- Neither were the Cavs. <laughs> And, and and you know what we I know for a fact we texted about that. Oh yeah, we absolutely. Definitely texted about that. I yeah, I'm like I'm not going to I'm not going to the bubble. We we are uh, paying yet another coach to not coach us. Like beelines out. <laughs> like, <laughs> spent so much money on be- and they hired like a um, they hired this artist to be like not not like a graphic designer for the team, but to like be like the like culture. an image. Like guy. like the image, I and I haven't heard a peep from this dude since then, and it's <laughs> it was it was a very strange move. I don't they know. tried to do like what they did with Drake and the Raptors, but instead they just got like some guy from Cleveland, maybe. Um, I, I mean that we sort of did the same thing with World Wide West and and Leon Rose, and and it's weirdly working. What I love is that Julius Randle, who you know, I'm not gonna fucking lie, and he he knows that. We all thought this. We all thought he was a fucking scrub, and that's why he went so hard in the off season and is going and bawling out now. It, it like he says, like I heard it and it and it hurt and I got better. So I am, you know, uh, there's like this big sort of deluge of basketball personalities and fans of uh, who are like literally on ESPN being like, "Look, Julius, I'm sorry. I ha- I we were wrong." Uh, uh, and and we and I guess we were, but also like I don't know if uh you know a, there was a lot of like rhetoric over the past ten years of like oh the Knicks fans are the are are actually the problem like it's not ownership it's not management it's not the roster it's like oh the Knicks fans uh, yeah are, you know what are so I did hear that uh and- I heard that uh that rumor it was from some guy I think he said his name was uh. Uh, names Golan. <laughs> he's like N- he, names Golan. He was wearing a, he was wearing Groucho uh, shades, and he's like, I hear it's the fans that are actually the issue. And he was and he was standing next to a guy named Jill Faxon. Also, Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, Phil Jackson recently said, like, you know, it's a lot of the uh, the fans are really bad, and Carmelo Anthony was the problem. It's like. And then he also like said in the same interview where he said, I know I now empathize with Trump and how people hate him because of how people hate me after my time with the Knicks. So, you know, Phil Jackson, you can go fuck yourself. But uh, but Julius Randle, you know, right now, all he's saying about Tibbs is like and Tibbs is the coach is like. 
uh, Tibbs, like, all I want is someone who's going to hold me accountable. And, like, I don't want to be the one watching tape and then noticing, like, what I did wrong and then trying to make it happen. Like, he's like, I'm going to do that anyway. But I want a coach to yell at me in the fucking moment that I'm doing a fucking bad job. Like, I, all I want – and I fuck with that. Like, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. an athlete by any means, but as, an, as a performer, like, all I want is to be noted. All I want is for someone to tell me what I did wrong and, like, have a culture of, like, getting better and working on something. Yeah. And that seems to be what, what the Knicks are all about this year. All mm-hmm. Knicks fans want are people – who uh who show who show up to the court and want to win basketball games mm-hmm. and uh you know all of my favorite baseball players are the ones who end their game with a filthy jersey right like i love brett gardner mm-hmm. because at, at mm-hmm. the end of every game he's done something to ruin his jersey <laughs> Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he's throwing himself in it. And right now we have a bunch of Knicks who, if the field, if the court was mud and not hardwood, their jerseys would be filthy. And that's what I fuck with the most. They they are a, they are a kind of throwback energy of uh, perhaps not as like malicious <laughs> as some of those. Like, yeah, I just 90s... I don't I just don't think basketball is that malicious. Anymore, no, but you like know? you know, it, it's 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 it is a little reminiscent of like the you know the bully ball kind of like we're gonna we're gonna push you around a bit like uh right and like i dare you to to come at the rim when we have like nerland's noel and julius randall just like yeah. waiting there and shit and of course mitchell uh-huh. robinson who's down with an injury uh my big thing is i think mitchell robinson needs to be packaged with some of our picks for a star in the summer like my w- the pitch I'm throwing out there is like Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox and two first round picks for CJ McCollum and a and a sign and trade with Carmelo Anthony to get him back to the Knicks and retire as a Nick. Like wow. that's my that's my that's sort of where my head is at right now. But uh, CJ McCollum. Yeah, because wow. because I, I think uh, Nerlens has proved that he could basically do the same thing for like a microscopic version of the contract. I uh-huh. don't think that Mitch, you know, Mitch. I think his upside is high, but the but I think we've seen something closer to the ceiling than maybe most people uh, think. But I I don't think his trade value is going to get any higher than it is right now. Basically, hmm. so uh, I think. I think you're not going to get a star through the draft over the next couple of years, I don't think. And I don't think, especially the way we're playing. And uh, so I think you just, like, throw a bunch – like, why not? I mean, uh, I don't think the Blazers, if they even make the playoffs, are going to have any sort of run. And they, you eventually got to blow it up. The rumors last week were that Dame Lillard was the guy, but he's not going to want to leave. And uh, I think all we need, in my opinion, is all we need is a, is a relentless shooter. We don't have someone who could just drop 40 other than Julius Randle, and we don't know how sustainable that is. Mm-hmm. I would love it to be super sustainable, but also you don't want your bigs to be your only scoring weapon. You want someone... No, no, you need you need to be able to spread the floor with your big, have the uh, the option to do like a pick and pop versus a pick and roll. Yeah. But uh, I I I think we need a relentless guard. That, and you know what? I wouldn't mind uh, 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 trouble in paradise, Darius Garland either. Uh, to be honest, I hear a lot of you rumblings know, about how that's not going so great where you are where you're at. So I mean, 
I, I check in on them periodically, and it's like like last <laughs> week it was like Kevin Love had a weird inbound, and every and and like that was a story, and I'm like I I don't that I got, was sad. I, I gotta uh, yeah I got I got other things I gotta worry about right now. <laughs> um, I mean both both him and Sexton have gotten progressively better. Um, Sexland. Kind of we were we were so land. excited about Sexland. We were, we were very excited about Sexland, and there was like a a hot second where there was like two games after the the trade where we got Jared Allen, where I was like, hey, this might be kind of fun, and then you know they went back to the usual Cavs, and they haven't re-signed Jared Allen yet, right? I don't think so. Which they really should. He's like, I mean, if you don't, then then you goof. But I, but he might you know he might not want to resign. Yeah, after the fact, it it was super like a bummer because like it's not, there was a certain point where they they're like we're not going to play Drummond anymore because we don't want him to get injured. Like we're not going to play him until we find a trade for him. And then they didn't find a trade, and they just it was like a buyout situation. It's like great, so yeah. we could have maybe had maybe maybe won a, at least like three more games <laughs> in that period of time. <laughs> Well, didn't but, you guys start like ten and zero or some shit like that? Didn't you guys have some weird hot start and everyone was like, "Sexlands." It the wasn't ten future. and zero, but it was, there was like a there was a little bit of heat coming off of it where we were like, uh, "They're," it's I've had comparisons of like they're like a junior version of like Damon CJ kind of. That yeah, kind of I could see that. Uh, the, yeah, but the rumors are that is uh, nobody likes Darius Garland in Cleveland. So yeah, uh, well. If that's true, I'll gladly let Tom Thibodeau whip uh whip, whip up some uh some good culture and uh like like the the matronly buttermaid that he is mm-hmm. and uh and let Darius Garland uh join join the party. Uh but right now I really like we, there's like a I think the the thing that's most exciting about being a Knicks fan right now in May 2021 is we're towards the end of the season and whether or not anyone gets these awards, it's just insane to think like we're going to get to the playoffs. We're going to finish above 500 Mm -hmm. and we have a candidate for every category of award. Like six man could go to Derek Rose. Rookie of the year could go Mm -hmm. to Emmanuel quickly most improved and MVP could go to Julius Randle. Coach of the year could go to Tibbs. Executive of the year could go to Leon Rose. Like, there's just uh, a lot to be excited about, uh-huh. and so very little to be embarrassed about. And uh, yeah, is... I think I think Randle um, is a lock for most improved for sure. And yeah, there's less to be embarrassed about because, and maybe this is like due to the pandemic, but there haven't been like other. Um, like team and or cultural legends for them to kick out. <laughs> uh, hey, I went had, to the you Nick haven't game. had this, I, this I year's w- version. I went to the Nick game on the 28th and I didn't get kicked out. And yeah, I, that's, that's <laughs> true. Maybe they, maybe they learned their lesson. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw those Insta stories. You were not sitting courtside like spike was. Hey, 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 watch it. McCoy. Uh, 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 you know, you're right. You're right. Uh, I was certainly nowhere near courtside. It was maybe the happiest I've ever been, though. I was walking around mm-hmm. the garden, and I was—I just kept saying, "I cannot believe that I am here. I can't." I just was like, "I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm here. This is crazy." The, just to be around a bunch of like bloodthirsty New Yorkers is is uh, awesome. 
And yeah. then also we're in this weird period as someone who's been at a Knicks and Yankee game in the past uh, week or so. Uh, we're in this weird period where like, it's kind of cool to have all this extra space <laughs> around you. When you go to these games, I could boogie in my seat and sort of like sure. march march up and down the aisle and the, and throughout the row and uh uh there it, it took two seconds to get in and out of the arena because there's like nobody there oh that's uh, so so uh, you know it was it was really delightful i i i've been eating so much arena and ballpark food though lately which is what's like, uh what are, what have what have the the meals du jour been what have, what are you what have been I mean, your ballpark picks it's it's a it's a wrecking ball to any dietary plan, right? Because it's been so long that it's now now being back out is like win in Rome energy, right? Like it's just like I I am here and I must imbibe because I'm here again, right? So uh, at the at the I, I'm not a big beer drinker, but like I'm getting the cold. Uh, draft beer from like that I'm spending 20 bucks on uh at the garden I got uh their cheeseburger which I believe is like you know it was like $14 which isn't so bad uh no. and and they're like uh steak fries which honestly I was and I was like pretty drunk but it was like you know really fucking yummy um I at the ballpark though so I've actually been to two Yankee games Wow! Games the past Are you a week. Yankee I, fan I, or a Mets fan? I can't remember. I'm I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee okay. Fan. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, it's hard to not root for the teams that are actively winning when you're a little child. Uh, but the Yankee at the Yankee game. So first time I went. Uh, it was a birthday present for my sister. I just uh, we, and we ha got the tradition. What is for us our tradition of uh, sausage and pepper spicy mm -hmm. uh, sandwich, right? Or I guess it's like on a bun or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, delish. Uh, and then the Yankee Stadium garlic fries are just the best fries in the world. They are so garlicky and so perfectly crispy uh they are just so good and it was like honestly going to the game especially with my sister was just as much about the garlic fries as it yeah. was anything else what are we talking and, crinkle cut are we talking shoestring uh just a uh a, a normal like wedge fry like yeah like a i guess what do you call it? you know just a normal standard fucking... fry a like standard a, fry. Standard fry. Like the yeah. kind like the kind you would get at a fast food restaurant, but like nicer. Right, right. Shape. Uh right. Uh and uh MSG was crinkle. We had the crinkle at the garden. Uh but mm, uh mm. the uh the second time I went to a Yankee game, which was in fact about twenty four hours ago, mm -hmm. I uh was incorrectly sent to the legend suite. Which Whoa. is like, which is like a three grand ticket of full food and bar service in like a luxury lounge. Um, so I got and <laughs> so literally they're standing there. My tickets are not scanning for this entrance, and 
uh, but I was already in the stadium, and I guess there's like a second scan that you get to go to like the Legends thing. But I was misdirected in the Legends direction. So now they're scanning my thing, and I'm confused, and I'm like getting impatient. I hear the game starting, and I'm like, my ticket was already scanned. What are we doing? Can I just want to get to the game? And they clearly, in my saying that, thought that I was like a disgruntled VIP who didn't want to wait there anymore. So they were like, just give them their wristbands and send them on their way. Like me and my whole party. So we all got into the Legend Suite and just dined like royalty. That's uh, amazing. My friend had lobster tail. Uh, I had a, I had steak. I had pork loin. I had brisket because I'm anemic and I just need to have like <laughs> rare meat. Uh, and I then we got uh, chips and guac. We got a couple of beers. This was like our middle. So we ate with water and then we got chips and guac and uh, pork tacos with our drinks. And then we just got maybe the most desserts uh, someone is legally allowed to have. Uh, just so, so much. And then, uh, and then of course I went home or rather I took the train in the direction of home. Mm -hmm. And then I got off like four stops early. Cause I was like, you know what? Let me walk it off. Like oh, I, I, I ate a lot. And then I hit a Rite Aid <laughs> and it was midnight and I got, uh, I, and I got two for $5 fiber one cereal. Okay. And fiber mm -hmm. one cereal is no flavor, just like it's like just little sticks, basically. And it mm -hmm. is 60, uh, one and a half cups is 65% of your daily fiber intake. It's like not meant. I don't and that's know like a small that. bowl of cereal. That's one. That's I'm thinking like, one and a half cups. I'm like, that's not the kind of bowl that I pour. Okay, no, but. I'm I'm having like a four cupper, a three three to four yeah, sure. cupper to be honest, uh -huh. like uh -huh. the full bowl. Uh, and I and then uh, they had corn pops for a dollar ninety nine. Got those, and then I got they had uh, like a tropical. My mouth is literally watering as we talk. Are you about a big this. fan of Fiber One? Is that? <laughs> Is that is that a thing, or or are you just like this is like a good thing that's good for my body, and I'm I'm delighted by the deal. Well, I love a deal. I'll I'll start well, sure. with that. Nothing tastes but nothing tastes better than uh, uh, cheap feels. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love a solid deal, uh, and I'm not gonna lie. Baby love fiber. Baby love. Yeah, sure. Fiber. I mean. Well, as you were describing that, I was like, should I get some fiber one? Maybe that maybe that will oh, take yeah. care of some of and the issues that I was talking about before we recorded. <laughs> Don't let them know. Uh, this is for the Patreon. We talk about tushies. <laughs> we talk about tushies and hemorrhoids in, at the Patreon. That's paywall. You want hemorrhoid right? talk, you're going to pay five a month. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and you also uh, reveal your real talking voice behind the paywall, which That's is true. that voice. <laughs> Yeah, Hi, this is, uh, I'm this Roderick is, uh, O'Toole. Welcome to my Patreon, where I'm talking hemorrhoids. Yeah, get it. Uh, pass. <laughs> where did I put my hot sauce? Um, uh, incredible. Uh, uh okay. Uh, so no, no. So you, but yeah. What, what, what was the impetus to buy the fiber one? I'm, I'm just, like, is it like okay, in the so, rotation? Well, uh, the the fiber one specifically two for five. You're never, you're barely ever gonna find a fiber one cereal, one box alone for under five dollars. Like it's an expensive cereal. 
So sure. Right, right away, it's like that's a deal. I'm not gonna see this again. I'm grabbing it, and mm-hmm. I'm and I am someone. I have the savings number at every major department store farm. So like, you know, you type in my Cards. phone number at a CVS, a Rite Aid, a Walgreen, uh, a, a Dwayne Reed, any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna get Halliburton, those discounts. You're gonna, uh, you're, <laughs> Halliburton, Raytheon, yeah. uh, uh, Tiffany uh, and Co. Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trump stakes. <laughs> got got all uh, the discount. <laughs> place doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no. So like, I I'm I love going into like any one of those stores and like finding their two fur deals or their bogos. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is the the impetus. There is like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta take advantage of this deal. I do love a fiber cereal. Cereals in general, I'm having a bowl of cereal a day. Like, sure. I'm having a I'm I'm slicing up half a banana. I'm I'm adding maybe some cranberries in there oh uh, and I'm, I'm putting fresh my, or dried oh uh, dry dry of course dry. nobody uh, who's eating fresh cranberries out i lit okay i was just about i'm gonna finish the sentence that i was legitimately about to say in earnest mm-hmm. i didn't even know there were not dried cranberries but like <laughs> but like of course i knew they are either dried I, or got, they are jelly jellied for thanksgiving but right like i don't even know what what does a cranberry look like i think it looks like um it's like cherry adjacent maybe little red little little red a little red ball and they look like um like if you had a, a like a, i think if it was like a skit like a red skittle with but more of like a dark red matte finish to it and like a stem uh, this is as vulnerable for, this is my sheet of solitaire, uh, uh, wins and losses, uh, that, that you showed earlier. This is deeply vulnerable. I do not know what cranberries <laughs> look like. I don't, that we've got the band, the cranberries, we've got dried cranberries and we got the sauce that, I'll that be honest is with tubular. You, I don't know. I, 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 I have a vague idea and, um. You did say it looks like a matte skittle with a stem. Yeah, <laughs> so. but that's that that's all that's all that's all bluster and confidence. I'm not there's there's nothing backing that up. Oh, there's trust no, me. I've never I been like I've never been in the bog. Which also I, I, what the what the what, fuck is the bog? You oh, I see these ocean bog. spray commercials. They're like standing. I'm like, "What how does what is the how what's the physics of this?" Did you Wait, did, did go- someone just could you find a pond and then just dump a bunch of berries into it? Wait, cranberries come from bogs? Do you have you seen like the ocean spray Are, commercials where it's like there's a there's like some some no I'm guy gonna need who looks you like to, his name is Gomer, and he's like uh, he's like standing in like 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 uh, waiters like uh, not Dion waiters but like the uh, like the overall ones like for fishing, and they'll be like standing in like what looks like a swamp with a bunch of cranberries floating. And apparently this is, uh, we're led to believe this is where they come from. I don't, where they're stored. This is the type of conspiracy I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's up with Big Cranberry? 
yeah who why why is big cranberry trying to make me believe that they come from a uh that they just float at the surface of bog water like fuck out of here i'm not and I'm not two yeah years i don't old. is anybody and is anybody eating fresh fresh cranberries i don't i don't know of anybody who has done that where do they sell them are they edible i legitimately don't know and this might be the stupidest I've ever sounded in a recorded uh, – the, the most stupid I've ever sounded in a recorded medium. I don't think – I don't think so. I think I think anybody who's listening to this has similar questions. Maybe they never thought about it. And uh, if, if you're you, if you're listening to this and you do know the answers, turn this off and get out of my life. <laughs> I don't want that, to that, that, – I don't, I don't want any part of that unless you if, are a cranberry farmer. It or a member of the Cranberries, the band, or a member of the uh, band, it, the Cranberries. Yes. Uh, if you are uh, tuning in to clean up on Isle Fun, you you've come here for a couple of things. You want to know what people are getting at their favorite type of grocer, grocer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you want to know what's going on with the Knicks in the mid two thousands, and mm-hmm. you you do not. You do not want any more details about cranberries than you already have going you want, into the You pod. want quite, um, um, open-ended questions. It falls under the open-ended questions where I'm like, I wonder why it's like that. And then I don't follow up with any research. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. by the by, probably by the time you're going to bed, you, you realize that you don't actually care. <laughs> right. Who has the time? Yeah. Who has the time to know or care? So you so you put dried cranberries in your cereal sometimes though I think is where we were. <laughs> I put them in a salad. I like a salad with a little. Uh, I like them in the some, salad too. And some walnuts, uh, a little balsamic. Like a a chicken salad with cranberries, I think is like really oh, fucking delicious. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A cold like a nice really good. A, yeah cold ch- cold chicken with uh with a little that little burst of cranberry. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. nice crunchy I- spinach. I'll get that right from the deli counter at at the like a little Tupperware of that at the deli counter, like a cranberry chicken salad. Uh, never gotten a never gotten a deli store. salad. And 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 I before we move in before we move into delis, I want to make sure was there anything else to your Rite Aid story? I don't want to leave that. Oh, I I hate to tell you, I'm sorry if I misled you. There, the only story is that I am a criminal human who is doing most of their grocery shopping. At midnight, at a Rite Aid, like kind of drunk on a full stomach, coming from a Yankee game, coming like, from a baseball like, game. Yeah, like that is kind of the mode that I'm in. Where, uh, especially during the pandemic, uh, once once we got on the other side, where oh, I don't need to be worried anymore. I do not need to be buying in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, once we got past that, it very much was like I am not going grocery shopping i am just getting in the mood for things and going to the grocery store and getting those things that create the uh the things i'm in the mood for or i am spotting a deal at like a rite aid or i'm just going to my bodega which is directly across the street and getting the same combination of two to four things no matter mm-hmm. no matter what no matter what i'm doing beginning of the pandemic i started i was just doing my grocery shopping at at the bodega and because i've got some like nicer ones near me and it was surprisingly expensive at least at the time interesting yeah 
Well, we're, I, we're, I, I, a lot of bodegas were price gouging. I, fa- I found at the start. Probably, the, but the um, but now that even things are, but even before that, I would notice that like, okay, a can of beans here is like a dollar twenty nine, where it might be a dollar elsewhere. And you know, if you're getting a bunch of stuff like I was, it adds up. Uh, yeah. But they might have been gouging. But I'm also like, eh, you know what? They were staying open. They can gouge me. <laughs> Just say fucking one. I'm fine. Right. I would. I, I would much rather keep a bodega open than like have my groceries mm-hmm. delivered from Whole Foods or whatever. Oh, of know? course, of course. These, yeah, and the people are, the people are are great who, who run, run ours. They're. I mean, I I am the ones that so. I I am. There are two people who work, only two, who work in the bodega across the street. They're there every day. Mm-hmm. I do not know their names. They do not know mine. We see each other every day. We get along great. I know the cat's name. The bodega cat and I get along great. The cat's name is Luna. Uh, mm-hmm. She rubs against my legs every time I walk in and, and bothers me until I give her scritchy scratchies. Nice. Uh, she's a sweetheart. We the the only thing we call each other, and this is actually this is like this is like my bodega infinity stone. We're mm-hmm. all boss. He's yeah. boss. I'm boss. I Kitchen, I I call the I grill call guy is boss. boss. Yeah. We're we're all there. We're all the boss. And everybody's and boss. Everybody's yeah. the boss. It, 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 the 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 sitcom Who's the Boss could not have a bodega in in, nope. in its in its can, canon because it would yeah it would every it, everything would implode the universe would implode on itself yeah Springsteen if, if, he goes into a bodega no but he's he he's anonymous he, he loses all status it's it's yeah but which for him I bet is great because he's like oh ah, not, I bet it's not just me anymore yeah. everybody. <laughs> He's the boss. I'm the boss. Everyone's yeah. the boss. All of a sudden, the fucking grill guy is fucking hosting a pod with Obama, yeah. and and <laughs> we're all traded places. Boy, I was uh, a sucker for that. They, I was like, fine. I'll, yeah, I guess I got <laughs> to it. Like, I I couldn't get through the first step. I got like uh, 20 minutes into the first step. But you know what? I don't want to slander other pods on a pod. But like, it is just kind of funny. We're like. Bruce Springsteen will be like, hey, our experiences were kind of similar. And then, like, the premise of the podcast is that 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 is true, I guess. But, like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, man. I just, they're, they're buddies. I like, I, I was like, ah, oh, so let's, let's listen to the two, two old buddies. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for Springsteen. I, I'm, I'm in the pocket. And, uh, you know, I can't, there's nothing I could do about it. Um, my my stepmom pointed out that in his older age, he started to sound like Winnie the Pooh a little bit, which is uh, very true and hilarious. When you ever oh bother, he's got. He's, I, I just would love him to kind, say oh, he needs a, a song called a, Oh Bother. One hundred percent. It's it's like it's in that sort of uh, honey. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so everyone's the boss. Bodega <laughs> now. How, what's the time frame? Like, is that like priority one for you when you, if you move into a new apartment, like I got to find, that's how I'm going to center myself in the neighborhood is finding I mean, my spot. I I kind of think, yes. Yeah, so I grew up in Brooklyn. Yes. And there was, 
you know, like I didn't even know that the bodega was the bodega growing up. Like I, that was just my, that was the store. Like that's where everything, that's where I got everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, in my family, we called the bodega eight twelve because it was one better than seven 11 in every way. That's That's great. That's what we called it colloquially as a family growing up. Family humor. Yeah. (laughs) That's some good. Everyone can enjoy that. That's nice. Right. Yeah, that's for everybody, right? Right? And it's, it's like bit. you have a guest over, hey, we're going to 812, and then they're... they're yeah, like, it's Why this? is it called 812? Everybody gets a shit-eating grin on their face, like, because it's one better than seven. <laughs> like, like truly. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, so... And, and that, I mean, it was like, right, it was one block away from where I grew up, so you would always hit it up on your way to and back from school, Um, and it was definitely a big anchoring place for me. And then, uh, you know, there, in other living places, maybe I didn't have like a boat in like growing up. I didn't have, uh, like once I moved from there when I was like 11 years old or so into another neighborhood of Brooklyn, maybe there weren't bodegas so close, but there was all like third, uh, 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 what was it? Fifth and fifth is, is what we would call the deli that was on fifth street and, and fifth Avenue and park slope right across the street from where I went to school, uh, in high school on Avenue M there was a bunch of bodegas. So yeah, I'm always sort of like acutely aware how far away from a bodega I am. And there's always like a hierarchy of like, oh, if that bodega's closed, then I need to go to this bodega, uh-huh. and and I don't love that bodega. Item et cetera, specific et ones too. It's like I know that this place has better ice cream, right? Than the others, right, or something like that. Do you have an exactly. overall favorite of uh, of any of your, like your regular spots? Is there is there one that sits as like the platonic ideal? Uh, like in my lifetime. In your lifetime, yeah. I mean, 812, 8-12. became a union market, which is like a, a bougie uh-huh. grocery store. So like oh. that also was a sign of things to come in Brooklyn. And yep. like, uh, uh, yeah, I've never gone in. I've never gone in. So I, I, it's crazy. When I was interning at The Beast, that was like, I like taking my break. I would go and get like a very expensive salad and a different flavored seltzer water that I would like post about on Instagram. Um, that was, yeah, yeah that I, was like my I, I should I be like called, I should be calling union market from now on. I should be calling them six tens, six ten Cause they're, they are one worse than seven. You'd rather go to a seven 11. Honestly, I honestly would. I honestly would. I, I would much rather find the the most healthy thing in a garbage place than just buy than be in a place with exclusively healthy things and spend a hundred dollars. Not a hundred dollars, but like a lot of money. Brodus was overpriced at this place, I'll just say. Anyway. So eight eight twelve eight twelve was it for you. That was that was eight twelve. Yeah, you walk I literally can tell you the exact layout and this was truly And I I beg the No I insist, I simply it's, insist that you must. It's it's no earlier than twenty one years ago. Uh, I, I, you walk in, you've got the newspaper and like magazine stand immediately to your right, but it wasn't like a stand where like lots of rows. It's just like one 
four-tiered rack, and they were all piled on each other, and you had to sort of, like, sort through them to get what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, My most distinct memory is seeing the newspaper for Al Gore winning the election in that newspaper tray. Um, uh, So then it has to be 20 years ago. It has to be 20 years ago, right? Because we're about Uh, to... That was... 20 like 21 years ago because well come november 21 yeah okay yeah okay so my guess is around right uh 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 then behind there you had the the wall of chips you gotta have them uh doritos of course i used to call doritos crumb chips because uh it looks like there were a bunch of crumbs on them they have like the little black speckles and like cheese crystals on them and Mm -hmm. i just was like those are crumbs Mm-hmm. I, and that I go to eight twelve to get my crumb chips. Right. Uh, uh, then, if you keep walking straight ahead, there is a deli counter that's very small and gross, and a man will make you like a filthy sandwich there. And mm-hmm. there were like two two stools there that you could sit at. Oh, then, an actual counter. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, oh, that's fun. But like, it was gross. But like, it was great, you know. But yeah, like, sure. But the options oh, those. Those stu- well, here's the thing: the option almost exclusively was not there because, like, a rotation of like the same four old guys would be oh like, well in there. Certainly, I mean, you gotta yeah, that's you you gotta give it up to them. You can't. That's that's their domain. Right. Exactly. And then there's like you know your 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 like two to four aisles of just like uh what my what my dad would call schmageggy, which is just like a bunch of just like you know, like no order really. Just like walk mm-hmm. through the aisles and find what you need. On the mm-hmm. leftmost wall was like paper towels, coffee filters, stuff like that. And then behind a uh, uh, bulletproof glass pane was like all of the candies, like in like a section, and then like a little window for the guy to to. What what is it with the the bulletproof? <laughs> This is well, a it was a bad thing. neighborhood, right? It's like, but not like no. It's I've seen this. I've seen this many places where it's like, and actually, it don't, I don't think it's bulletproof. It's just like a structure of clear plastic where they're keeping all of the candy. Maybe it's because that's the easiest stuff to steal. I don't know. It de- definitely the most commonly stolen thing because it's all the delinquent kids who just like try sure, to Sure, yeah. It. You know, a young but, a young Nick is coming in there with sticky fingers. Right, right. I don't want to I, I, I oh, I'm, I'm, I cancel you. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I definitely stole candy. <laughs> definitely, not from 812 because I couldn't. Careful. But I did steal candy. I'll, I'll say it. I stole candy from Bagel World, uh, a bagel place across the street from my middle school. Because it was already so expensive that you're like, I literally only have five dollars. I'm getting a bagel with cream cheese and a slice of tomato and a seltzer, and it's already that much money. But I need my fucking sour straws, so I'm it's not called Candy straw. World. It's Bagel World. So if they wanna, right? <laughs> if they wanna get so precious about their candy, bagel and candy, <laughs> right? Sorry. Right, right. And I did say that to to the police when I was arrested yeah. for this. Uh, As you were, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> walking out yeah, the door. Yeah, being carted it, away. Like, I got yeah. away. <laughs> You'll never get wow. me, police. Yeah. Uh, Put on your steampunk goggles and <laughs> take off in your... <laughs> yeah. Hop on my Zeppelin and get the Hop fuck on your yellow there. submarine and <laughs> putter, putter away. Uh, 
that's uh that's a uh, that's that's beautiful uh geography of of memory my i, and, and I that, have a that, favorite that, oh sorry no no please please finish no i was just gonna finish. say i was just gonna say that that's the plato- the platonic ideal is like is like yeah. no real rhyme or reason uh, familiar faces who always occupy the space they like are sometimes yep. like maybe the guy who's eating the sandwich will be behind the counter next time also like i love a lone like a lone like young relative of the owner who just happens to be working there like you ever just like pay a 10 year old for your sandwich at a bodega like i love doing that <laughs> I think that that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Or it. like they're 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 working the deli slicer. Like they're they're cutting they're they're slicing the cold cuts. That's and they are great. truly and, like <laughs> not out. They're not out of elementary school. Like they are absolutely no a no. Child. Then they then they finish and they're like, I got. I'm gonna. I'm. Hey, can I bum a smoke? <laughs> it's time for my break. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Love that. Ah. Uh, I so I but you, you were I, I've lived yeah so I've lived in several different spots throughout the city and when I was on oh one like I was I was living off a of one fifth the one fifty seven one train stop I was on Riverside Drive and there's a place wow, called the Galaxy deep. Gourmet yeah uh the Galaxy Gourmet Deli on the corner of Broadway and one fifty seven I think. And this place is just, this is, it still goes down. I think it was open 24 hours. Um, the food was excellent. I know, I, they, I know that bodega. I'm sure you do. I, I, it's I, a famous bodega. I, I lived on 152nd. Is it really? <laughs> I, I lived on 152nd and St. Nick. Yeah. So you know what it, yeah. It, they had like that high kind of like, like the meats were at eye level, which is great. And, and and I would look up like a like a child, be like, "May I have you know, uh, in a you know an Italian sub, please?" As I recall, and I, I this I may uh, this may be inaccurate, but on their sandwich menu, I think they had like the Italian, uh, the Godfather, <laughs> and like the Tony Soprano. It's like when there is three different Italian subs on a menu, you <laughs> know that this place is good. Uh, and that they is, also those did, are they, the three. Those yeah. are the three. It's it's the I'm, Italian, yeah, I'm almost positive. Tony Soprano, <laughs> and the Godfather. And the it Godfather. is absolutely that is it. Very and the only difference is like they're hot and cold. One has marinara one's, sauce. One doesn't. Yeah, like, one's got a you know. Yeah, one of them was probably like a meatball sub. The other was like you know more. I uh, had like you know red peppers. One was maybe spicier. I don't know. Spicy spicy capicola versus regular capicola. I, I think the know. God. I I. I think the Godfather is traditionally like the chicken parm equivalent. I think in in most bodegas, I think if you ask for the Godfather, yeah. or no, that might be the Rocky Balboa. That might be the Rocky Balboa, which is also one that I've seen in many different places. Yeah, that, which is weird because you think the Rocky Balboa would be like a Philly cheesesteak, but it's not. It's just the Philly cheesesteak is the Philly cheesesteak. But Galaxy Gourmet right, right. had the best chopped cheese, best chopped cheese, ooh boy, and they had that lamb. Do you ever have that lamb over rice with the? Um, uh, yes, yes, lamb over rice at a bodega, and it's the same, and it's the same price as chicken over rice, and it, and you're just like it feels like you're getting away with highway robbery. 
That's sauce. I would I would come I would come back after like I, I maybe I was out drinking or something like that. Get like lamb over rice or or maybe chicken over rice with the with the extra white sauce. Walk back to the apartment and sit in bed and like eat half of it and it's like I that's all I can't finish it and then so delicious but then guarantee you I'm like waking up in a sweat like like I like des like more thirsty than I've ever been in my life. I think I there's ever been more salt in the history of the universe than in this dish specifically. Well, because I think they sauce every or they salt every step of the way. So like yeah, the rice salt. is rice. salted. The 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 like uh sort of like salad that they mix in salted. Yes, yeah. And and then the the lamb absolutely lamb is salted they 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 salt the sauce put the sauce on the lamb salt that yep throw yep. it throw it in the bowl pinch of salt <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> i mean that's literally the good. process it's the best yep. that's also the deli where i i i happened upon the the notion that i think we've talked about before of the bacon egg and cheese at night oh ending yeah. the night with the bacon egg and yeah. cheese i i remember First time I went in there and got that, I'm like, I'm gaming the system. This is it. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and feel great. I did not, but <laughs> it no. is perfect because it's also like it, it. The thing that's great about it is that um, it's a bacon, egg and cheese is always cheaper than a full blown sandwich than like a chopped cheese or something like that. And it's so simple. And I'm like, if I'm if I'm kind of trashed, just paint in the primary colors. I don't need I don't need pointillism in my sandwich right now. Give me something. Give me something pretty easy that I can just like kind of feel. Absolutely, absolutely. And now let me ask you something: Are you getting ketchup and hot sauce on your no bacon, salt egg? and pepper? That's it. I'm not. I'm not adding sauce. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's I, my outsider. You know, yeah, no. The, I think I think the Brooklyn order is bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel with ketchup and hot sauce. Like that's that's what you're. I always doing. just get it on a roll. I never do bagel. Wow! 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 Yeah, wow, that's wow, my. Wow. It's my preference. Uh, I don't know. What can I say? Um, uh, I mean, that I, it, a bacon, egg, and cheese is a bacon, egg, and cheese is a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, there's, I yeah. think that you're, you're really, uh, you're really, it's, you're, you'd be hard pressed to like not have a dope one. But for me, you could put it between, that, yeah, part of that two kick, pieces of roofing tile, you'd be fine. And I, and I do. Um, yeah, but, often. but, but <laughs> often. Uh, but part of that kick for me, like, like, to have hot like a meal with hot sauce and also like a large black iced coffee to start my day like i'm 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 alive and kicking in more than way in more ways than one if i got yeah. that hot sauce and i think i it, you know what what i'm my my soft pitch for you is the next time you have a nighttime bacon egg and cheese throw the ketchup mm -hmm. and hot sauce on there It'll it'll add something sort of like dinner esque to your experience. I cannot do hot sauce at night. That is a guarantee. I'm having hot sauce dreams. I'm waking up like not only in the sweat, but I'm like like having violent nightmares. It's it's uh, yeah. I it's you know I, I might be experiencing these things. I do not clock often enough, and this is something that uh, we we've talked about before recently. Uh, uh, I do not take into account enough what food does to my human body as I eat it and digest mm -hmm. it. I sort yeah. of am just along for, for a crazy ride, no matter what. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. It's, um, 
It's not the journey, it's the destination. <laughs> or maybe That's it's it, the other right? way around. I do think it's the other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm glad that you know Galaxy Gourmet Deli because th- this was the embarrassment of riches that I had there. Is they their shredded lettuce was not my favorite kind of shredded lettuce. The deli across the street from Galaxy Gourmet, Riverside Gourmet, I believe it was called. Not as good, but they had the shredded lettuce that was like like um stringy and like crunchy and crispy. Um, it was almost atomized, this stuff. And so I would go there specifically for like a cold sandwich with with the lettuce and then anything else I would just you know, hop right across the street. I'm like, this is. I'm like, this is the life of kings. I don't know. Uh, Wait, what you would I, what separately I... get shredded lettuce from the other place? No, 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 no. I, this is like, oh, okay, I, okay. if I'm like, I'm getting a a, a cold cut sandwich. I'm going. I'm going to Riverside for that. Just gotcha. for just for the lettuce alone. Um, because like bad lettuce can really just ruin ruin a sandwich for me. But, yeah, I mean, if it if it is uh at all wilty or overly crunchy. Like I hate when a, when you get really crunchy, like a, like almost like a little wedge of iceberg in your sandwich. And it's like sort of your, the bite into your sandwich is sort of defined by the lettuce inside of it. That yeah, really fucking a, blows a flat, a flat strip of romaine that has been got like in the bite gets like, you know, paper mache with mayonnaise and then it's mm-hmm. a little too long. You couldn't masticate it quite enough. And so you take that bite, and as you pull the sandwich away, it just plops down on your chin. Mm-hmm. That's And you do that. You awful. do that. You do that. Yeah, you, you gotta, try to, like, you get know, it. <laughs> suck it up like a lizard. I hate it. And it's like, why yeah. couldn't you yeah. chop this a little? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't have a gears. food processor. But when I make Brussels sprouts, I'm, I will just, like, chop it as, like, as thin as if it were in a food processor. It is, like, a religious experience because it gets all nice and crispy in the pan. I, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind right now. Oh, okay. You're okay. You're, this is a safe space. It's your space that you created I know. I've for created yourself. This, I've created this cage <laughs> where I can just rattle my tin can on the bar screaming about lettuce. God damn it. Uh, I've got a great rotation of, of bodegas right now, though. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really satisfied. There's always like, yeah, me too. I've never been more. It's not the best bodega in terms of what they've got stocked, but in terms of my relationship with the bodega guy, the vibes, the consistency Mm -hmm. of the bacon, egg and cheese specifically. Um, I've never been happier with my bodega situation than I am right now. I have a question for you. Um, because I've I noticed this at one of one of like my main bodegas right now, and I don't know if this is specific to this place. I don't know if it's specific to my general vicinity or if it's like a New York specific thing. Um, but something that kind of drives me crazy, so it, depending on how busy it is, is people will come in to you know grab a number of items. So they'll 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 go they'll grab you know a bag of chips, um, some salsa, and maybe like a, you know a bunch of bananas. They will go up put it on the counter off to the side a little bit, go and grab more, come back. And it's like, and, and there's, they they have baskets. And when I go to get multiple items, I grab a basket, I put it all in there and I stand in line. Disagreeing with you. Well, I know I'm, I'm I'm just saying, is this, is this a thing that is, that is specific to New York? (laughs) 
I, I think it's it's a, a bodega rapport situation. If you're okay. a bodega guy, can if you get if you are called boss by your bodega guy, you have the permission to to leave stuff on the counter while you shop. One hundred percent. Okay, I definitely 100%. have that permission. I don't I don't partake. I don't uh, something about it. I'm like. Eh. Are you? It, is it agita that you get about like cutting people off or getting cut off in line or whatever? Like, is that your problem? It's just the the the, the way the line is. It's it's very confusing. It, it what what it makes it confusing as to like who is done and ready to pay, and um and and it's also it is also a waiting in line thing because like maybe they've ordered a sandwich and they're just like. Run around doing things. Like, da, da. I, mean, I ordered yeah. a sandwich. I grabbed stuff. I stood in line and I waited, <laughs> and I had everything ready when I was ready to go. And and because sometimes they'll like that sandwich will be ready, and the guy's yeah. like, you know, wants to get them out of out of there, but they're still, you know, picking out kitty litter or something like that. And it's like, uh, what are we doing? But I'll tell you, I'll... here's the thing. Here's the okay. thing. These guys are behind the counter are so sharp. They make everything work. It has never not worked. And I would if if they weren't as good at their job, I wouldn't go to this place. But they they right. That's what I was gonna say. Genius. That's what I was gonna say. Is that like it is? Uh, it's on the onus of the bodega guy to make that run smoothly, right? So like like there's a yes. reason why you can't run a normal business like that. But part of yeah. your position as a bodega guy is to keep that ball moving. You asked who's first, who's ready, who's paying now. The answer is whoever is literally handing the bodega guy money at that moment is the one who's ready. Like, Mm -hmm. I think everybody who lives in New York City has probably gotten cut, quote-unquote, cut off in line by just a guy or gal or non-binary pal who pops into your periphery with like just one thing that they hold up like this and then Mm -hmm. they and they point to the item and then they throw down cash and then they leave that's the thing though if they as long as as long as they're quick with the if they've got it and they're good to go i don't i don't care nobody it's it's the it's the growing pile on the counter that stresses it's the grow it's the growing pile where i'm like i i think you should have thought this through a little Nah, but that's you. You go to the bodega to order and then think. That's the bodega. I, I guess so. That's I guess the so. bodega. It's a bodega, son. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, hey. I what do think you? I'm at this point. My I am bod, but uh, uh, I was gonna. Ooh, there's definitely a pun somewhere here. I was gonna say bodega Yoda, but then I remembered that Yoda is from Dago. Dago Bode- so, there's you, so you're, you're Bodega from Bodega Ba. Thank Bode- you. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. All Woo! Right. We did it. Yeah. We did it. And it's only uh, two days after Star Wars Day. When was it? What's today? Is, is today uh, yeah, the it's fifth? Two day, it's no, no, no. Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. Today's, Today's May the 6th. Re- Revenge of the 6th. Um, yeah. Excellent. Well, okay. So we've, ta- we've talked basketball. We've talked talk bodegas. I think it's time to get to the uh, the segment that I had very loosely planned, which is a good old fashioned. I I I got notes. Have a post it note. I have a post it note as well. It is blank. I grabbed it as I was sitting down for this. It's like I forgot to write things down. 
Uh, so I'm flying from the hip a little bit on this. I am a I'm like a, a young buck GM who is uh, going on going on instinct, going on instinct, and uh, putting together saber metrics. Um, mm-hmm. As we do a bodega slash deli draft, um, and so you are my guest. I will give you. Let's. So we're gonna do what? Like a starting five, and then a sixth, and a sixth off the man. bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. and and this is All just right. bodega orders or. Uh, it can be an order. It can uh, be an item. It can be a concept. It can be a thought, a feeling. Whatever. Cool, cool. I think but, I have a good. I think I have a solid six here. I hope you don't snag any of mine. And but but based on this conversation, I don't think you're gonna. I think I think we're two teams on different journeys, and that's fine. That's true. I'm the I'm the expansion. Uh, I'm the expansion team that was like in a in a city where they're really hungry for it. And I'm like a dynastic. Like we've been doing this for been doing it for uh, you, you know. This ain't your first. Yeah, the, we're the we're the Brooklyn eight eight twelves. That's what we are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we've been yeah. doing this for at least twenty one years. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I'm the 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 Brooklyn grab a baskets. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, First pick goes to you, my friend. Um. So this actually, uh, the what this ties to has not come up at all in conversation yet. But my literally my first well actually you know what i'm gonna for my first pick i'm gonna go conceptual right off the bat it is something that we talked about i've already referred to it as my infinity stone with the first pick of the of the bodega draft the the brooklyn 812 select being called boss wow yeah so just the concept of being called boss (sighs) That's, I mean, that's a that is a devastating uh, <laughs> first blow. <laughs> that is a devastating first blow. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, I'd like to say that this that was on the top of everyone's board, right? Like that's probably. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a real. It was a real blue chip. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's that's what that's what sets the tone that's what lays lays down right. the feeling that's what we the, need we need to establish the culture in the locker room before anything and absolutely. i think i think uh if everyone's boss then that's then that's a great culture it it um it indicates respect and collaboration on the customer and the proprietor Thank you and for the word also, collaboration. Thank you for the word collaboration. That's collaboration, really important. Collaboration, and it's and it's also it's um it's inclusive. Like it, it makes you feel like ah, I I belong here. It you know? it is truly a term of endearment. Like yes, it is like if if your bodega guy calls you that, then they like you as a customer, right? Like that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I've been called I've been called hey terms of endearment uh, because I was I was dressed like uh, Jeff Daniels's character, uh, in in the deli. They're like, hey, what are you uh, you cheating on your wife with a grad student? <laughs> your kid got croup. Rod, you're revealing your real voice. That's the Patreon. We went over uh, this already. Yeah, I'm gonna be breaking down breaking down James L. Brooks films and talking about my asshole on the Patreon. Um, okay, well. Look, that was you're coming out the gate strong. 
I gotta I, I have to strike back with as much ferocity and uh, a a pillar. I'm not gonna go conceptual. I'm going to go with the bread and butter of deli items. With my first Don't pick, I select the bacon, egg, and cheese. No, no, no. What 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 would you do in my position? I well. You know what? There is a happy compromise, and I'm going to show you my post-it note, and maybe for the uh, actually, you know, like it's a spoiler. But uh, I can't read your handwriting if it makes you can't because I'm a, I'm an insane person. But I promise you that I sort of anticipated this happening, and as a separate line here, mm -hmm. I've written I've written just alone, and it's crazy because obviously I did not know that we would already have touched on this conversation. Just separately alone, I have ketchup hot sauce. Just, 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 just the phrase uh -huh. ketchup hot sauce. So I, when uh -huh. I order bacon, egg, and cheese, I say bacon, egg, and cheese, ketchup, hot sauce. So just the phrase ketchup. Is that hot your sauce. number two pick? That's my number two pick, and I, okay. I need to. That, I really. That's I need. I need to drive home the pronunciation here. It's ketchup hot ketchup sauce. Ketchup hot sauce. Yeah. Ketchup hot sauce. Ketchup. Yeah, you've got it, sort of. That, it's like that. I mean, that is it, that is uh, a material pick, and it's it is also slightly conceptual, I think, because it it encapsulates the idea of like this is something that I'm, um, I've merged these two words and in, into an idea of, um, it is it, it it becomes one thought, it becomes one phrase. You, it yeah, becomes it sounds shorthand. like a, It's a shorthand. Uh, right, right. It's like a a sleep. It sounds like a sleepy person. Saying Kesha pot sauce. Kesha right before they fall asleep. Kesha pot sauce. Kesha uh -huh. pot sauce. Kesha pot um, sauce. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, oh. I mean, yes, uh, salt Rod. and pepper. As the same as the same is the same cans like salt and pepper. Right, but I will never once say that in my life. Really? I will never say that. You never order nothing with salt and pepper? Nah. Nah, Not a you, nah. you don't put, you don't put that on like a sandwich or something like that. I'm all oh, once I started nah. getting I was like you could put salt and pepper on sandwiches. I'm like 24 at this point. <laughs> right, Golly. and you know what happened? You know what happened yeah. is a nice a nice bodega guy offered it to you on your sandwich, and you were like, "What?" That's probably how it happened. Either that, or I saw someone more worldly uh, order it in front of me. Oh, interesting. interesting. Possibly, and I was like. Uh, and, yeah, and I'd be like, uh, here's my sandwich and, and, uh, and salt, salt and pepper. And he's like, yeah, you can have that. Oh, wow. That was like me at the Yankee game yesterday when I found out that all my food would be free. I asked the wait service. I was like, how does it work? And he just leaned into me and gestured broadly at everything in front of me. And he was like, all this is yours. It was whatever you want. He literally whatever said, all this is yours. Um, That's beautiful. That's a beautiful sentiment. Okay, so your number two pick, catch yeah, pots. I got, I got, I got some uh, sort of like ethereal picks. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, get back to reality soon enough. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Um. Okay, I've got an idea for a second pick that I'm wondering if I want to hold off on. In the possibility that you might not take it, and then I. I take it in the third round, or maybe even later. Um, I feel like I need, I need a concept. 
Um, okay. This is what I'm going to select. No, actually, I can't. <laughs> I can't take that. The second I, There's no way to phrase it that's not weird. I was going <laughs> to say that, like, I always find it charming when there's, like, a child who was, like, clearly sent. Like, go get, you know, go get whatever. We've, we've talked about loving kids at the bodega already. Oh, <laughs> but of we, course. But yeah, but I'm, like, I'm not going to be like, I pick the little boys getting <laughs> milk. Like... <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Also, you I'm like, pick I could, a basket. I could definitely, <laughs> I could definitely do better. Oh, okay. You know what? This is not something that I like, but I think is is the mark of it. My number two pick, and this is going to be controversial. I'm going to be hearing. I might be taking shit for this. Um, in uh, uh, on what's the uh the local like sports radio? Uh, WFAN. W. <laughs> It's going to be on me tomorrow. The fan. <clears throat> Number two pick. I am taking long rectangular container filled with chicken salad. Tight. Tight plastic wrap over it. Never been touched. <laughs> yep. You, you. So you're picking just like this stagnant, like might as well just be for display when is it when is it yeah when does where when was this put in there it never never looks refrigerated back there either no (laughs) and and it's like it's in that case and i'm like is this actually like a cold case it's like a it's like a cool case more so but i'm like this and there's always other gloopy foods that are similar to that like right, like a macaroni, salad. a potato salad thing, a macaroni. Yeah, or sort some of. sort of some sort of slaw, and it's just like it's like I never see anybody getting this shit, and it looks disgusting, and it's always there. But that's and my and, num- and that's you're my selecting it, <laughs> and you're selecting, I, and I'm selecting it. Yeah, <laughs> this is awful because that's the it, other thing. It's not all. It's not all. You know, it's not all a bed of roses. You know, you got to deal with some weird shit sometimes when you're when you're shopping. But that's what gives it the charm. You, what were you, the, the, the Brooklyn get-a-baskets? Brooklyn get-a-baskets, yeah. Or grab-a-baskets. <laughs> grab-a-baskets. Grab-a-baskets. So the grab-a-baskets picked the the mysterious saran-wrapped yeah. chicken salad. All right. Yeah. I, I honestly fuck with it. Um, For my uh, third pick, the Brooklyn 812s select... Raw organic rolling papers for your marijuana needs. Uh-huh. Um, uh, si- this was the, many different sizes. Uh, these yeah. are going to be a king size. So uh, uh, this is the one that I mentioned for maybe my first round pick, uh, where I was like, I'm surprised this hasn't come up because half of my bodega shopping happens while like I'm a little stoned. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, raw organic rolling papers have been my go-to for at least a decade. So, yeah, they got to I got to give them a call out. They're getting the call, they're joining the fray. Um and that's they're a, adding to the culture. They're, yeah. they're 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 at like even if it's cuz some cuz some some delis have a like wider like smoking paraphernalia selection and some might even go so far as to have like a case with, you know, bongs and, you know, trays right, like and a, pipes and a uh, head ma- shop adjacent. Hookah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like it's not quite a full smoke shop, um, but 
guarantee you basically any 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 deli worth its salt is gonna have raw rolling papers. Any deli worth its salt and pepper on your any sandwich. Worth its salt and pepper. Any deli worth its uh, Kesra Hassas is gonna have <laughs> raw rolling papers. Uh-huh. Right, right there, right there next to like the tiger's blood pills or whatever. <laughs> right, and also like where Extends. they keep the where they keep like the mouthwash and toothpaste and like master yep. locks. <laughs> like there's, but yep. behind the bodega counter, there's this weird area where it's like every aisle of a Rite Aid just like very condensed. It's like uh-huh. there's like a couple shampoos, a mouthwash, some master locks, like. A, a, a toothbrush like there uh the tylenol and pepto-bismol mm-hmm. like it's all just kind of like back there um yeah. i was just about to make a gripe there. oh yeah i was just about to make a gripe about like why is well you know why are they putting it back there like who's gonna steal that it's probably now that i think about it just because these are the less frequently purchased items and you know why why waste prime you know you're not gonna you're not gonna cut into the chip walls, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um okay, that's 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 an excellent pick. Um for my my third round pick. This is uh this is both the physical and 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 an institution in and of itself. I'm talking bodega kitty cat. Really good knee out. I almost did that second. I was like, there's a chance they're not going to take it it was not on my board and i feel ashamed because i literally posted on my instagram today about how me and the bodega cat at my bodega have a really honestly that is really embarrassing and i might edit it out (laughs) so because i think if that happens then the guardian angels come and they're like gotta get out of here like there there's the voice again it's your patreon voice my patreon voice yeah um i believe i believe de blasio himself has to issue like deportation papers and not just deportation to a different bodega you need to start a a new yeah yeah. the ghost of fiorella laguardia comes (laughs) in you didn't pick the cat yeah bodega cat is um they are always so calm they're always and, so chill. And they are around more crazy shit than any house cat. Absolutely. And um can't be can't be up to code. Nobody cares. More up to code than than if they weren't there because I they're probably there for mice, right? So you know what? Now that I think about it, yes. That is um you know, truly, truly, the only surefire way to like not have mice in this city is to have a cat, yeah. and that is probably a vital function that they serve. Um, sometimes, sometimes they're um, sometimes they're big and fat. Sometimes they're you know roly poly kitty cats. Sometimes they- they're a little more lean and knowing, and like will look at you like "fuck you." What are you doing? Um, like, dare I dare you to come in? To, to my some of them are lazy and they just lie there on a shelf next to the rice yeah i was gonna always say they they sale. are almost always on top of something for sale in the bodega which is mm-hmm. just fun to consider it yeah either there or like positioned right at the entrance like welcome like greeting people and mm-hmm. you have you have to expect one to open open its mouth and and uh you know 
and say ketchup hot sauce. Yeah, or hey, hey, forget about it. You know, <laughs> to uh, order so, to order a Tony Soprano from behind the counter. Yeah, um, I mean, look, the uh, it, 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 Bodega Cat was a character in the uh, SNL musical number about it. I feel like this, you know, they hit on a lot of the. Um, the things that we're talking about here, I think that is a mark of a mark of distinction. Absolutely, absolutely. I am gonna upset you with my next pick, though. I think I'm sure you will. Uh, for for the next pick, the Brooklyn Eight Twelve select those Welch's fruit snacks that allege to be healthy, so you convince yourself to get them, but in the end, they're just gummies. Um, uh, so. Every bodega has them. There's all the candy, of course, that uh, your parents warned you about. But then, separately, there is a little sort of <laughs> bandolier of of Welch's fruit snacks that are vitamin-rich, apparently, right? Like, allegedly. Um, but we all know that the only reason anyone would ever get them is because they're, they are candy, um, and but they're easier to convince yourself to eat because they're less aggressively candy-ish, and that is that is my uh, my fourth pick are are the Welch's fruit snacks that are are alleging to be healthy but are ultimately just like a pile of sugar or just like any other candy. What's remarkable about that is um, in this in this context, you're tricking yourself into thinking that this is this is a healthier snack. Mm-hmm. And then the other most common place that I see these haven't as much lately, of course, due to the pandemic. But kid comes into the subway car. Hello, I'm selling candy. I'm selling candy for my basketball team. And when I look at the box and see that it is Welch's fruit snacks, I think to myself, that's not candy. Right, right. Don't call it candy. But <laughs> it is basically candy. It is basically candy. It's sort of like. Uh, how there's Domino's and there's pizza, but Domino's is not pizza. Like you're, you're, you'd never say yes. like I'm in the mood for pizza and then go get Domino's. You'd say in I'm in the mood Domino's. for Domino's. Yeah. Right. It's like right. if you're trying, if you're trying, it's it, it's really, I mean, honestly, kind of tragic because it's like if you want something healthy and you go for the Welch's fruit snacks, you're like that's candy. If you want candy and you go for Welch's fruit snacks, you're like that's not candy. It's Welch's fruit snacks. Exactly. They are a category under them under themselves. And, and and they've added one more category to themselves, which is member starting small forward yes. of, <laughs> of the Brooklyn 812. You got them at the four. <laughs> or the three. The three. The three. The three because sorry. they could guard every position. I was looking at my I, I have a number four written on my paper. Yes, they could yeah, they guard every position. That's the versatility. Right, right, exactly. That, exactly. that we were just talking about. Wow. Okay. With my, this is this I this one I I think is again going to be oh I I feel like I'm getting away with highway robbery. I don't know. I really like my squad. I mean, you got a good squad, but this is this is a real dick move that I'm about to make. Oh, the no. fourth pick for the the Brooklyn grab of baskets, <clears throat> coffee. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's like, what? which is what like the fuck? <laughs> claiming like oxygen. But 
deli coffee is deli coffee is its own thing. It is it is similarly a thing where it's like there are times where I'm in the mood for deli coffee specifically, not necessarily coffee. Right. It's I like, want I God, want to spend spot. I want to spend only a dollar mm-hmm. on on something that is is I'm going to spend a dollar on the gamble of this potentially waking me up and having a a, a similar but not identical flavor profile to coffee. Yeah. And uh but sometimes sometimes you need like a weaker brew. That's a great point. Where like, especially us who, you know, in an open world, we're bouncing around sort of like, you know, like we, maybe we need that seven o'clock coffee, you know, that 7 p.m. Yeah. coffee. Yeah. Or it's like I'm 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 hungover. My my nerves are shattered. Uh, the SSRIs haven't fully kicked in yet. So <laughs> I just need I just need something to get me over the finish line. I don't I don't need a I don't need a jump start. I don't need a jolt. I need like a prod. Like See, do you know what else could do that for you? What? Ketchup hot sauce. Ketchup hot sauce. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I can't. Ketchup hot sauce. I can't add milk that. to that. And you know. Um, <laughs> also, um, have you ever have you ever read the book M Train by Patty Smith? No. It's uh, it's it's a great book. She mostly just talks about like like being in New York in like 2012 or whatever 13. But she writes about deli coffee so poetically it's like it's like i you could not not you if you read it you'd have to immediately be like i gotta go get a cup of deli coffee like like what am i what am i doing sitting here i when there's deli coffee to be drank i'm curious also deli iced coffee is pretty good too i i almost never get hot coffee so but what i don't like is sometimes when i don't like how the some honestly, I might say the majority of bodegas will just have a cup of ice that they keep with the ice cream, and I they tell you to ice. go get the cup of ice, and then they just pour the hot coffee onto oh, the cup of ice. Oh my! Well, that's that's a different story, because the yeah. one I, the one I go to, they have like a they have like a a vat of. I'm assuming what they probably do is just pour hot coffee in there, let it cool off. Um, but it is, it's, it's sufficiently cold by the time it goes down. I'm goes curious down about gullet. this Patty Smith deli coffee, uh, prose. Um, uh, yeah, I'll have to like, see if I can find the pages, but it's, um, it's, it's she also just like, you know, can write about like a bacon sandwich and it's, it's like, it's excellent. Or just walking down the street and like, and like. I put on my coat and watched, you know, uh, Ghost in the Shell, and like the way she describes it, it's like, oh man, this is, oh, this, the world is beautiful, I guess. <laughs> oh, she rules. Um, yeah. So coffee, coffee is my number four pick. It's a great pick, and right. um, I'm also going with a beverage, and this mm-hmm. one I know is personal to me, but it is part of my bodega experience on the regular. So. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be walking uh, and and just, you know, you're walking through the city and you realize, oh, wow, I have malnourished myself today. Mm-hmm. I have I have not nary a fruit nor a vegetable in my system. You run into the bodega, you grab a naked juice and mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you're then you're just totally filled up with mm-hmm. your daily intake of 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 F and V. 
And uh, so it, specifically, I am selecting <laughs> at center Naked Juice Blue Machine. Uh, Blue Machine's great. Yeah, Blue Machine is great. Also high in fiber. I'll shout that out. Also um, high in sugar, uh, much to my much uh, high in sugar to my chagrin. <laughs> Your uh, chagrin. My chagrin. Um, yeah, but that's that's an excellent choice. Yeah, because sometimes um, you, the bodega is there. You know, you, you don't associate nutrients with a bodega, but there are things within that bodega that can just give you what you need on the go, and that is what a bodega is all about. And I have found that the naked juice is a quick sort of panacea for that feeling of malnourishedness as you are uh, traversing through uh, the city streets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that's, that, that's an excellent pick. That's an excellent pick. Ooh, okay. So my, my, my fifth pick, I just thought of something, but I'm like, that's, 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 a, six, that's a sixth man. Mm, um, mm. Starting at center. Starting at center. Wow. This is, there's a lot riding on this. Uh, I could get fired from the front office um, <laughs> if this doesn't go over well. Um, okay. This is uh, a little controversial because it's two, bev- two bevs in a row, but there's a twist on it. <clears throat> With the fifth pick, Brooklyn grab a basket select a six pack of beer that has at least one to two bottles missing that were purchased individually. Really solid pick. Really and I, solid I think pick. I think because I was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I that's one of the things that I go to the deli for. And there's always like, oh, I'm going to grab a six pack of, you know, fat tire or something. And you reach for it and you realize that like somebody already just took one, which was something that was very new to me. Um, when I when I moved here, however many years ago, was it like um, beers for individual sale? Yeah, really solid pick, and they yeah. definitely just wing those prices for the single beer when you bring it to the counter. Like that's Absolutely. on the they're flying by the seat of their pants when they Absolutely. price those. Yeah, and sometimes the prices for the six packs, like you'll be like somebody didn't doesn't know that this shouldn't cost like ten dollars. Right, so you, right, you like like. Uh, like flying dog six pack for ten dollars or something like that. There was a mag. This isn't beer, but there was a magical week where that happened with Ample Hills ice cream, where they were only they were charging like seven bucks for it, and I'm like, it's usually like twelve, which is insane, but it's also I think fully worth. It. You know what? Um, my six man pick was originally going to. Um, this is now an honorary mention was going to be uh, a shitty croissant, you know, like the ones oh. that come in like the, in like the yeah, in like the pouch the, or whatever. And like, yeah, they taste really weird. But if you microwave it when you get home for like eight seconds, it suddenly becomes like a fresh baked good. It's next to like the carrot cake that is, you know, tightly yeah. wrapped or like the, the marble loaf. Right, right. Exactly. An Otis Spunkmeyer-esque cookie. <laughs> yes, exactly. But that's not my pick. They are still on the board. It's in the G League. My 
my final pick. My final. It's actually the B League for Bodega, probably. Right. Oh, I was uh, gonna say C League for croissants. <laughs> <laughs> or G League for grocery store. Um, D League for deli. Uh, we, there's, uh, we could. We could do this in the alphabet. We could. <laughs> we could really quickly run through all twenty six. Uh, uh, but my my last pick uh, in the Bodega draft, inspired by the conversation we just had about the beer, is finding something for a lower price that is next to the same thing that is a higher price at the bodega. So yep. you're 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 scanning it could be bottles of soda in the thing. I've had this happen a lot with boxes of cereal in the bodega that like a box of cheerios that's 6.99 is sitting right next to a box of cheerios that's 3.99 and they are the same box of cheerios finding that cheaper price next to the higher priced item that is identical that is my final pick it's yeah it's the it's the inconsistency it's the human it's the human element that it, uh <laughs> works to the benefit there that's right. what that's right. again this isn't this is not shit that would happen in a whole foods this is only something that could happen in a place where everyone's a boss exactly exactly and everyone's okay with it because I, I, anything that happens there, the boss signed off on it. <laughs> and that could be me or you, pal. Like, well, could be never me know. or you could be person behind the counter. Doesn't doesn't matter. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Exactly. I All feel right. really good about that last pick. That is a good, really last good, pick. good last pick. That's a good last pick. Um, my my last pick is um is a specific item, but it is also a symbol. It is emblematic of of a larger concept. Uh, a baguette. And the baguette is, uh, uh, I, I'm picking it because it is not like, I remember recently at some point, a couple years ago, I was like, I need to get a baguette for something I was preparing. And someone was like, uh, one of my roommates, uh, said that, you know, they have them at the deli. I was like, are you shitting me? Like the, the deli. And sure enough, there they were. And there's a, a bunch of different random little things where you're like, you would not expect this to be there. You would not expect it to be decent. But it is. It's there. And and it's and it was hiding in plain sight the whole time. Yeah, you know, and and tell me if this is where you found it. Cause I find that many bodegas have like what is an almost like off menu section where it's like right where the shelves meet the back of the of the deli counter where the sandwiches get made, where it's like there's like olive oil, there's like full bunches of bananas, there's avocado there's uh baguettes and it's all this stuff that like is in quick reach for the deli counter guy in case he needs to restock but also mm -hmm. if you just grab it and brought it to the counter you could pay whatever price they make up off the top of their heads for it yeah um yeah i love that shit and and in fact i i did not pick this but this gets the honorable mention and maybe would have been too close to one of them but like when you order like a bacon, egg, and cheese or something with eggs, and the and the guy goes like, uh, "I'm out of eggs," can you just go grab a carton of eggs from, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It's their eggs. Right, right, right. I'm where where did you out. think they were getting? Those I'm just eggs. helping them out. Exactly. They don't have. They don't have like these are the eggs that we sell everybody, and these are the eggs. For, it's like it's just eggs. And you know why you're helping him out? You didn't have to get up from behind the counter and go get it. Well, because you're the boss. I'm boss. I'm a so generous boss. You're his boss. <laughs> I, I I helped I I, I helped out because I'm boss, but also the boss told me to do it, so of course I'm going to. Right. 
Right, exactly. You're the boss, so you want to help your young, hungry worker out, but also he's your boss, and get him the fucking eggs, bro. And that is utopia. And that that is, is a utopic utopia. society in which you 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 take ownership of 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 the work, but you right, also that... help out other people and give them the respect of you you, you 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 act with the responsibility of a boss, but you give respect to someone else as though they are a boss right this is my communist utopia yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah um wow this was this was quite uh so let's 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 review let's review our team so yeah so the um the uh the 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 brooklyn grab baskets are uh bacon egg and cheese the chicken salad with the saran wrap a bodega cat which i'm picturing bodega cat in like a little basketball uniform uh, like smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. um coffee deli coffee uh, number four number five uh a six pack of beer with several with one to two beers missing mm-hmm. and then the baguette random items there you go see you in the finals um the brooklyn 812s uh we've got being called boss of course running the floor they're the floor general um, mm-hmm. Then we have uh, raw organic rolling papers. That's our relentless shooter. Um, then at the three, we have uh, Welch's fruit snacks that uh, are healthy but not healthy. Um, uh, we got ketchup hot sauce stretching the floor as a as a stretch four. Uh, so they obviously they're a big deal, but they they've got finesse to them as well. Um, uh, then we've got, uh, of course, the uh, Naked Juice Blue Machine for, for to, to fill in all the blanks there. Um, and then we've got the uh, Off the Bench uh, providing all the dirty work, uh, you know, committing those fouls that no one else can. Yeah, uh, doing the Kendrick, the Kendrick Perkins, uh, right. you know. Right, the, right. The, the, uh, the bruiser. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we've got uh, the Jawan Howard uh, is... Uh, <laughs> Is uh, the the mispriced item uh, that you find that is That's cheaper beautiful. than the identical item? That's course. beautiful. I'm realize like halfway through halfway through your list, I'm like, this is our pandemic flag. This is the <laughs> this is the right. sign. That- right. God fucking bless this flag. I uh, for the listener, I am ho- I'm hoisting my post-it note up high and putting my hand over my heart. Yeah. This is the this is the evidence in the uh, in the criminal investigation. <laughs> they had, the two of them held up a held up a deli where they were screaming about Julie. Get, get saying, my boss Julius Randall in here. I have to I have to give him I have to give him ketchup hot sauce. <laughs> and he kept saying, "No, that's not what it is. Uh, it's ketchup hot sauce." Um, yep, and it's going to be the only. Like it'll be a story on like the the news that they put on in the back of a taxi. <laughs> exactly, and, and it's gonna cut from that to a clip of Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey just like boy, yo, 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 yeah, hey, what were they doing? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, Nick, this has been uh, Rod. Rod. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, what a what a pleasure! Any any anything you want to shout out or plug? Um, or- uh, socials i don't know whatever oh wow i just returned to social media i'm only on uh instagram and you can find me at uh the handle is not not crying that's not 
not crying. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, there might be some things announced uh, in, you know, over the next month or so of things that I'll, I'll be doing. Uh, that Ooh. There might be a, a, a quiet reason as to why I'm back on social media. So Okay, um, well, then you better tune into that Instagram page if you want to find out what that is. Um, yeah, and and then of course you could listen to the Patreon where we talk about hemorrhoids and uh, hemorrhoids, and... the real, the real, the the real New York shit. And, yeah. You know, it's it's not the, it's it, we're talking roids, we're talking Tammany Hall, uh, <laughs> talking about talking about our gumars. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you friend. for having me. It's this is uh, the 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 somehow the most uh, creative thing. <laughs> I've this is the closest yeah. I've been to being in a comedic space in almost a year. I yeah, I really so. feel like I've been firing on all cylinders for the last. I I'm looking at the clock. About two hours we've been talking <laughs> about this. Uh, and uh, what a delight it's been. All right. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Tune in next time. Bye bye. Bye.